Welcome along to Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. And on this week's episode, we have reached the mark of episode 60. Yes, and if this podcast was a person, it'd be putting its feet up and planning on retirement. Well, we may have our feet up, but Money to Burn isn't retiring anytime soon. You'll be glad to hear. On this week's show, we have a no more funny business. And you'll hear about a candle that at first you love and then you will hate. We have a tech tricks, which will change the way our Samsung owners take selfies forevermore. And we have the return of your opinion where the money to burn listeners told us about the stupidest thing they've ever bought so sit back relax and listen to all money to burn has to offer hi this is jen from twisted teacher podcast we are america's funniest and best educational podcast you are listening to Money to Burn. What? You never knew on Money to Burn. So this is the section that we call What? You never knew. And on today's show, we're going to tell you a little something about Orange soda. Yes, who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Is it true? I do, I do, I do. Ooh, remember that? Um, that was from um, Keenan and Kel. Uh, they said it slightly different than that. But yeah, that's what they used to say about orange soda. When I think of orange soda, I always do think of Keenan and Kel. But if you were to ask me what's the most famous orange soda in the world, you'd have to give the nod to Fanta. Now, it wouldn't be my favourite orange soda. I'd probably much prefer a can of Club Orange on a nice summer's day than I would a can of Fanta. Um, and I do say can because it's much nicer than from the bottle. Anyone who likes uh, minerals from the bottle, I don't know what you're drinking. But yeah, from a can, minerals can taste quite nice. Uh, Club Orange my favourite, but Fanta will be the most famous around the world. And if I was to tell you where do you reckon Fanta comes from, where did it originate from, you probably think, oh, the good old US of A. No, it didn't originate over in the US of A. It actually originated in Germany, and not just any Germany. It originated and was created in Nazi Germany. Yes, Nazi Germany. After the US... US established a trade embargo against Nazi Germany, it became impossible for Coca-Cola Deutschland to import the syrup required to manufacture their soft drink. So to counter this, the head of Coca-Cola Deutschland, Max Keith, he decided to concoct a completely new soft drink from the minerals that he had available, uh, or should I say the materials that he had available um, in Germany. And what he concocted up was what we now know as Fanta, yes. He famously labelled them, in fact, the leftover of leftovers. So all the stuff that they had left over in Germany and uh, that they would have used originally to make Coca-Cola, they were able to concoct up what we now know. I won't say no one love, because most people I actually know don't aren't big fans of Fanta. And um, if you do love Fanta, make sure you leave us a mail, drop us a mail and let us know that you are a big Fanta fan. Um, but yeah, no, most people I know wouldn't be big fans of Fanta. It's kind of um, if there's nothing else. And uh, they should call it if it's nothing else. Uh, if there's nothing else. But uh, yeah, so Fanta, that was made from uh, Nazi Germany. Um, it didn't come from the US of A, like probably most people would think. And that's why that's this week's What? You never knew. And just before we go, speaking of Germany, um, what it does remind me of is a little story that's actually an incident that's happening to myself in my own personal life at the moment. Every day um, for the last week, a German shepherd has been coming up and doing a poo on my doorstep. Yes, and yesterday he even brought his dog. Hi, 
I'm Paul, and I listen to Money to Burn while walking my dog, Rue. Rue! Tech Tricks on Money to Burn. So in this week's Tech Tricks, we have a really, really handy trick for our Samsung users. Because I got a good few mails on the Instagram this week from Samsung users saying, Dear Dave, you're always picking iPhone tricks to use. Well, that's not true. I went back through all our old episodes. And we've had more Tech Tricks about Samsung than we've had about Apple. So uh, you are Bang wrong, but just to appease you, just to keep you happy, I have come up with another Samsung one for you, okay? And this could be one of our best tech tricks uh, we've ever done because they're really, really good. It's a really, really handy thing that you can use when you're taking selfies. Everyone loves an old selfie. Or if you're taking a group picture. Yeah, if you're taking a group picture and you're thinking, right, I'm going to have to try and set the timer. Did you ever set a timer uh, to take a photograph on your phone? You lean it against something and then you kind of run back quickly and you can you notice you've only got about 10 seconds to go um, before the picture is going to be taken. You're all trying to get in position um, and that's something that you don't need to do anymore if you have a Samsung Galaxy because there's a really handy way to initiate a selfie on the front facing camera. Um, it doesn't have to be a selfie either by the way, it could be a group photo and handy is probably the best word to use because when you're either by yourself or you're in a group and you can't comfortably touch the screen, uh, you can initiate the shutter to simply by simply opening your hand and showing the palm to the camera. So if you give your own camera a little wave, um, you could give it a little wave. You don't actually have to give it a wave. You just have to show it, show your palm. But I think it would look more impressive if your friends don't know this by uh, just pretending. But you could tell them, look, my friend is a ghost and he's going to take our picture for us. So I just have to give him a little wave there and he'll take our photograph. And everyone will think you're really, really cool. Um, but yeah, doing this basically by showing the palm to the camera, it snaps your picture hands-free. So it's a really convenient way to take a picture. And as I say, it could be a really good fun party trick as well, um, especially for your Samsung friends. And then you can just laugh at your Apple friends and say, here, you give it a try. Don't tell them their phone can't do it. And they'll be just standing there like idiots waving at their own phone. And you do have a second or so to drop your palm. I have tested it out. I do have a Samsung. I do also have an Apple um, and an iPhone. Um, but yeah, no, I have an iPhone and I do have a Samsung. So I have tried it out on the Samsung and it does work. And it doesn't work on the iPhone. So yeah, you will catch your iPhone friends out. So don't tell them about this. Um, and you do have a second to drop your hands. You don't won't look like a big idiot where everyone in the picture is waving at the camera. Um, or your ghost friend if you tell them that story. Um, so if your camera is on a timer as well, Say if you do have it set to a 10 second timer and you don't want to press the 10 seconds and sprint back and try and get in the photograph, you waving at it or putting your palm up will actually initiate the countdown as well. So whether you have it on a countdown or you just want to take the picture uh, straight away, you can initiate it by just waving your palm. Um, and of course, you can always turn off that feature as well by just going into settings, shooting methods and show Pam. Yes, it's actually in there. Show Pam. Um, but yeah, it's a great little uh, trick. Um, it's one for the Samsung owners because as I say, I got a little bit of stick from the iPhone users saying I never do anything for them. So there you go, Samsung users. The next time you want to take a picture and you don't have anyone there to take it with you, just show your phone your Pam. Hi, I'm Cole Bryan. And I'm Amber Sava. We're Riffs and Scripts. But you're listening to Money to Burn. Your opinion on Money to Burn. 
So we couldn't have an episode 60 without the return of one of our most popular sections, Your Opinion. And you might be thinking, how is it such a popular section? Because you've only had it once, Dave, on the show. Well, it was so popular when we had it on our Christmas episode, we intended to have it um, a good few times from then on. But since then, we've only made one pocket change. And the episode last week, when we returned after a five-month hiatus, so we haven't actually had a chance to have more Your Opinions in there. But you'd be glad to hear, today you are getting one and on last week's show if you listened I hope you did at the end of the show and all over the social medias uh, what we were asking you for what we wanted your opinion on was what was the stupidest thing you have ever bought okay and we had mails come in in their droves and we had so many um, a lot of people actually mailed in engagement rings you had about seven or eight people say engagement rings um, which is probably kind of an obvious one because it is a very expensive item and then if it all goes uh, south um, it's not a good thing, so it would probably be a large amount of money. So those seven people who sent in the engagement ring one, we thank you for your mails, um, but it was about as original as jeans. Um, no one actually said they bought jeans and it was a waste of money, because who's ever wasting money on jeans? You'll always get a bit of wear out of them, although I have bought a few pairs of jeans that were too small for me. Um, so yeah, they probably are a waste of money. Now, first up, I always give you my opinion um, of what the worst thing that I've ever bought, or stupidest thing, and I'd say the stupidest thing I ever bought was when I was as a kid and um, I don't really I can't even explain why I bought them it was a bit ridiculous it was a bit stupid and that's why it probably is the stupidest thing I ever bought Um, I was around nine years of age ten years of age and I walked around to the local shop um, eight days a week great name for a shop actually I think it's named after the Beatles uh, song I'm sure it is and I went in to buy sweets and instead of buying sweets I didn't leave with sweets I left with two mouse traps. yeah two mouse traps. even though the fact that we didn't have any mice I didn't intend on catching any mice. I don't fully remember why I bought them. I can only think maybe it was something to do. I liked action men and that kind of stuff. And I thought maybe I could have used them as weapons or something. I can't fully gauge why I bought mouse traps. I just remember arriving home with them and my dad kind of saying, why did you buy mouse traps? Like, and me not having a really full explanation to why I did it. And even till this day, I still can't remember now. It was a very cheap purchase. They were probably only about four quid or something like that. Probably a lot of money to a kid at that age. It was only about eight or nine, I think it was. Um, but still, um, a lot of the purchases here that you're about to hear were a lot more expensive. Um, some of them are up in the thousands. So um, at least I probably got away with it lightly. And I learned my lesson at about eight, nine years of age. The fact that that's the stupidest thing I can ever remember purchasing means that I learned from my mistakes. Now let's get into it, you guys. Right? You sent them in, in your droves. And I'm going to kick it off um, with a few. I'm going to build it up. Uh, first of all, there was uh, Porrick. He sent one in from Kilkenny. Uh, they're doing well at the Hurling there at the weekend. And he bought a turbo trainer for a bike. I'm not fully sure what that is um, and he used it twice and sold it after three months well obviously that's not too much of a waste as long as you made most of your money back uh, pork that's not too bad of a purchase and um, then Gemma um, who's a big fan of the show actually we're sending her out a money to burn mug because she's reached out and engaged with a lot of our social media so if you want to get a money to burn mug too and um, you can be picked out uh, for being one of our high engagers and um, she bought a special tommy tippy bin for nappies and it was actually easier to put them in the real bin i get that actually because i do have a poop -a scoop thing for the cats that I have and it's actually easier to put it into the black bag um, than it is to actually lift up the lid and put it into this kind of container full of capo which is very gross I hope you're not eating listening to this episode of Money to Burn and um, we then also actually this is similar to what I just told you about uh, the mice uh, mice traps it was Debbie right Debbie and Daniel um, and Adam uh, their new baby uh, they bought 
uh, a plug-in to keep mice away. They said it did not work. Now, I can be testament to that because I also bought a plug-in uh, mice kind of thing when I used to live in Kilkenny to scare mice away. And it didn't work either. And I had to end up getting two cats, which you all know about, Gypsy and Roman. So something good actually came of that purchase. So instead of, because the, if those um, electronic mice things had worked, I probably wouldn't have bothered needing to get cats. But I ended up having to get the cats, and now I have two of my best friends. So it actually worked out in the end. Um, Mel, thanks Mel for sending it in. Mel said she met, got Spanx. Now, anyone who's ever wore Spanx know they're very, very tight. I actually, you're probably thinking, Dave, do you wear Spanx? I don't, but I've seen them on people, and they're very, very tight. She said they made my stomach hurt like hell, and my ass look ten times bigger than it was. Um, if you're looking for the Kim Kardashian look, well, then that might not be a bad thing. Steph says she got an ab roller off an infomercial after she'd come home from a night out. She probably felt all bloated from the beer and she's thinking, oh, I need to do something about this and she bought an ab roller. And I do know a lot of people have bought some crazy stuff after nights out on those infomercials. At least you didn't do it um, while you were sober because that would probably be even worse. Um, Dave C, another big fan of the show, reached out and said that he uh, he's actually in the entertainment industry. You might hear his um, DMC events, Kids Parties Dublin adverts within our show. He sent one in and said, he bought a hot dog stand and he bought it without fully understanding the food industry. So yeah, he may, may be uh, good at doing the entertainment industry, but obviously there's a lot more to setting up the food industry as well. And uh, he's very honest in his assessment by saying he fully didn't understand it. And um, hopefully he got some of his money back. I actually do love hot dogs. If you're selling that hot dog stand, Dave, maybe I'll buy it for off you. Um, we must talk. Um, Dan said he spent €140 Euro and on a game in Thunderland to win a six-foot-tall teddy to impress his date. Now, I did mail him back and ask him, are you still with that girl? And he says he's not. So that is a waste of money. If you hadn't said you had married her, uh, she would have been well worth 140 quid. Uh, you can double that. She's worth 280 quid. Um, you probably get even in trouble for saying that. Yeah, but no, she is. Um, not that you're trying to buy her. But yeah, she probably would be worth uh, money if it actually ended up having going on um, a little bit longer. But the fact that you said that you didn't end up going out much after that, it probably would be a waste of money. Yolanda. But diet pills, okay? I think everyone's wasted money on something to do with the gym, either a membership or something that's going to make you... You can sit on... Don't you see these adverts? Sit on the couch, eat chocolate all day, and lose a load of weight with these diet pills. She said they didn't work. Of course, she says, none of them ever do. I don't think she's learned her lesson, though, because she then said, if you do know some that do work, I'm happy to waste more money on them. Yolanda, just eat stuff that's not processed. Get up and get your 10,000 steps a day. That'll be better than any diet pill you'll ever take. Carl, right? Carl sent one in. Now, I'm not sure. I think Carl is from Australia. I think he is an Aussie, and it'll explain what he bought this for. He bought a six-foot-tall Mr. Fisher. Yeah, Mr. Fisher from Home and Away, it was a cutout, and uh, he had that for a couple of years, and he used to use it to scare off intruders. So uh, that's a good, at least a good, I don't think that's a waste of money. That's probably way cheaper than an alarm. You could probably spend like hundreds and hundreds of euros on an alarm, and you wouldn't get the benefits of what you got from a Mr. Fisher standing in the window. Now, we also have one here from Michael, who said he bought condoms, and the reason why they were a waste is because he bought them in Tokyo, and they were very, very, very very, 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 very tight is what he says. So I think that's like eight verys and tight. So uh, I'm not sure if you ever got to use those condoms. And um, you can also use them for water fights, Michael, if you do still have them and they don't fit. And um, this is getting very, very ropey, this section, isn't it? But yeah, if they don't, you can also use them for water bombs. Um, just so you know. Um, Lar, right? Finally. Oh, no, actually, not finally. We have Declan first, actually. Declan 
bought a blow-up doll and he said she was not my type. When she arrived in the box, it was not his type. Now, uh, the only question I have to ask for Declan was, what were you expecting to be your type when it comes to blow-up dolls? What was not your type about her? Was she bad conversation? Um, was she not the kind of type of feel of <laughs> the rubber that you like? Um, very, very ropey. I left the very ropey ones to last. So yeah, blow-up doll, waste of money because um, she wasn't your type. So love it, Declan. And last but not least, definitely last but not, but not least, it was the most expensive um, purchase that we have on the list and it cost three thousand euro okay and lar says he spent three thousand euro on flights and hotels to meet the girl of his dreams and that doesn't sound like a waste of money her name was sukram and she was in dubai when the plane landed uh he turned on his phone and he had a text message from one of my best pals marcus saying how in six months did you not notice that sukram was Marcus backwards and a load of laughing emojis. Oh my God, I would kill him. I asked him then, I actually mailed him back and asked him, are you still friends with Marcus? And he actually replied, of course. Oh my God, this man is a much better person than I am because I would be killing fit to kill. So he said he actually enjoyed the, ho the holiday in Dubai despite the fact that Sukram was uh, non-existent. And I have to say, I take my hat off to you for that, Lar. Um, fair play to you for actually still enjoying the holiday. That just goes to show how great a person you are. And ladies and gentlemen, that's been another edition of Your Opinion. And if you are feeling bad, looking around at the, all the things that you waste, if you're looking at those diet pills, if you're looking at the spanks in the corner, if you're looking at that big giant teddy that you bought to try and impress your date at Thunderland, or the turbo trainer for a bike just gathering dust in the corner, just be glad you didn't spend 3,000 euros flying to Dubai to meet someone who doesn't even exist. You can follow Money to Burn over on Instagram under the name Money to Burn Podcast. Join the other Money to Burn maestros from around the globe as we talk all things Money to Burn. No more funny business on Money to Burn. So this is the section of the show that we like to call No More Funny Business. And we look at crazy, wacky, wild, and sometimes funny. They should be probably more funny than wacky and wild because it is called No More Funny Business. No More Wacky and Wild Business just doesn't have a great ring to it. But this is a funny business. This week's one is actually funny. Um, to some people, if you find uh, unusual smells funny, um, as I know a lot of kids do, um, you will probably find this business funny. And they make a lot of money. So they are a successful business. So if you have a wild, crazy, wacky, or funny idea, bouncing around in your head make it something tangible and you could be making money just like Tyler and Mar Mar Mark is going to say Tyler and Mark Ward are and you're already wondering who are Tyler and Mark Ward well Tyler and Mark Ward came up with the idea that we're going to talk about today and it was a company that makes prank candles now when you think of candles I know I think of probably Yankee Yankee be the biggest probably company of candles in the world I think I'm sure they are it's the, one, the only one I can really put a name to that I could think of a candle company will be probably Yankee they smell great they always have a couple of them here in the house in case we have guests and even if we don't because they do smell amazing we even have like Christmas ones and all that make the house smell like Christmas and um, if you can imagine what Christmas smells like but yeah, so th this candle company, they don't make Yankee candles, they make prank candles. Now, what prank candles are is they're candles that start out smelling wonderful, they smell fragrant, and after about burning 40% of the time, the smell changes into something completely terribly 
awful. Now, I know these are the kind of candles you probably wouldn't buy for yourself and they're having your house unless you have a really, really sick sense of humour or you really, really like disgusting smells. But they are probably something you could get for your friend. Maybe if you're in college and you want to get put in their dorm and uh, everyone just thinks they're absolutely rancid. Uh, but it's not their fault. It's the candle that they're lighting that they think is meant to smell like apple pie. And it doesn't. It smells like dirty fart. Because that is one of the candles. Apple pie to dirty fart. Now, one question I have about that name. Apple pie, yeah. But dirty fart. Is there any clean farts? Nice farts? No. So they probably just should have said apple pie to fart. But they wanted to say dirty to really make it, really probably make you visualise how disgusting the smell is. They also have one for the parents out there who listen to Money to Burn. We do have a good few that have kids that listen in. Um, baby powder to baby diaper. Yeah, so baby powder to baby diaper is another one. And then they have one that probably we would like uh, here on Money to Burn. We like coffee. We have the coffee with sections. Coffee, we like that, to stank breath candles. No, we don't like that. No one does. But uh, it is proof... That if you do have a crazy wacky idea out there, such as prank candles, you really can make it work. And these guys are doing really well. They've been in business now over a decade. They've made an absolute rake load of money. Um, probably enough to survive on. If you ask me though, do I think they'll ever, will this be a billion idea, billionaire idea? Will they come up with a billion quid worth of scented candles? I don't know. I'd have to probably say, who knows? Listen to Money to Burn on the way to my dance class. Money to Burn! None of your business on Money to Burn. So this is the section of the show that we know as none of your business. And as you know, it has nothing to do with business. And this week, because it's the Queen's Jubilee over in the UK, we thought we'd give you a little bit of a fact about something that you might not know. And it's about the Queen. Now, it's not entirely about the Queen, but it's more about the British crown, okay? And they own the rights to something that you might wonder, why would they want to own the rights to this? And that's probably the only question you're going to basically ask. Um, and it's the fact that, right? This is going to be very, very interesting. And just think of this every time you watch Any of the Queen's Jubilee this week, that she owns all of this. The pigeon poop, yeah? Pigeon poop is the property of the British crown, okay? Any pigeon poo that is found in the UK, whether it's on a, on, on a statue or on the ground, or even if it lands on your head, that is property of the British crown, and it must be handed over... At once. Yeah, don't wash it off your clothes. It's very, very uh, valuable, this pigeon poo. Um, in the 18th century, that's where it started, pigeon poo was actually used to make gunpowder. So King George confirmed that droppings be the property of the crown and must be handed over. Yes, so the next time you're in the UK, um, if you do come across any pigeon poo, make sure you put it in a bag and drop it up to the Queen's gaff. Um, I'm not sure if you'll get inside, but I'm sure one of our soldiers outside would be very, very happy to take it off you. And just hopefully they won't try to arrest you because they might think it's a royal And that, my friends, is the end of episode number 60 of Money to Burn, the podcast that looks at the lighter side of business. I want to thank everyone who tuned in today and everyone who's tuned in to the 60 episodes thus far. If you're only joining the journey with Money to Burn now, make sure you go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you do listen to your podcasts on a daily basis, and make sure you hit subscribe on Money to Burn, and also make sure you go back and listen to all our old episodes, because the great thing about Money to Burn is our episodes never age. They're as good now as 
they were the day we made them. And if you want to reach out to the show, add us on Instagram, Money to Burn Podcast, over on Twitter, Money to underscore Burn, or reach out in an email at info at moneytoburn.com. Also visit the website, moneytoburn.com, and leave us a mail over there. Until next time, stay safe, stay happy, but most of all, stay lucky. 